You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, in today's Gospel, we have the healing of the leper. Leprosy in those days was a fatal disease. Not just fatal, but it was a horrifying disease because there was no cure and the parts of the body will start rotting away before your very eyes. And most of all, it was contagious. So much so that those who have leprosy would have to leave the city and lived only in the desert. That is why the pain of leprosy was more than just the illness, but to be excluded from their loved ones and not able to see them again. Being separated from our loved ones is perhaps the most deadly disease today. Many of our elderly, they are all alone. Because the young people are busy at work and with their own life. Loneliness, isolation can kill a person more than just sickness. And it's a slow death. And so this leper, we are told, he took the courage, he came before the Lord, which was was something that he should not have done, because all lepers must, in front of healthy people, proclaim themselves as unclean, and they were not allowed to come six feet near to a healthy person. And here this leper broke the law, and came before Jesus and said to him, If you want to, you can cure me. Bowing low with humility in front of Jesus, he said, If you want to. Clearly, the leper knew that healing is a gift from God, not something that he could demand from the Lord Jesus. He could only ask And it is God's sovereignty to heal or not to heal. The great humility in the leper. What has today's healing of the leper to do with the first reading of Abraham being chosen? The most important lesson we must learn is that Being chosen is a gift from God. We cannot make demands on God. That is why there are many things in life. People are not happy. They like to compare. They like to compare with others. Why this person have this, have that? Why is the person having such luxurious life? He is promoted, I am not. When we start comparing then it means to say, therefore, we think it is our right. And so in the story of the call of Abraham, 
Abraham was called not because he was good enough, not because he was so righteous. He was called simply because the Lord called him. He did not merit to be called. God freely chose him and called him to Canaan and promised him the land of Canaan and posterity and a nation. And this is true for us also as Christians. Baptism also is a gift from God. It is not something that we can demand. Baptism brings about the forgiveness of sins. On our own strength, we cannot take away our sins. On our own strength, we are like a leper, helpless. We cannot do anything. That is why the gospel makes it clear off again and again that Jesus comes to take away our infirmities and carried our sins in his body. This narration of the healing of the leper is even made more obvious in St. Mark's Gospel. Because in St. Mark's Gospel, after Jesus healed the leper, he had to live outside the city. Because the leper announced to everyone that he had healed him. And of course, we know that Jesus touched the leper. And therefore, on that account, he had to be quarantined from others. And so he was in the wilderness. And so too, to be in the wilderness means to say, therefore, that Jesus was carrying our sins. He was marginalized. He was excluded. He knew what it, was, what it meant to be isolated. In fact, when Jesus died at Mount Calvary, he was again outside. Outside. So my dear brothers and sisters, the first important lesson to learn, baptism is truly a gift from God. Secondly, we read in today's first reading that the covenant with Abraham, there was a sign. And the sign was circumcision. Now, circumcision was not really something very new to Abraham because in those days, the people in Mesopotamia, some do practice circumcision for hygiene reasons and symbolic reasons, especially when they reach puberty. So what Abraham did was to incorporate this puberty right and give it a new meaning. And what is this new meaning? New meaning is that from now on, all those who belong to Abraham, his descendants, and those who wish to belong to that family, all the males would have to be circumcised. And for us Christians, we also have a sign that we belong to Jesus and the family of God. That is through baptism, the washing of water, over us as a sign that we are a new creation, a new being, and making us members and children of God. This 
symbolic way of cleansing us of belonging to the family of God requires us to die to our sins, to our selfishness, and to rise to Jesus. But to be incorporated into the people of God, as in the case of Abraham and Sarai, they were given a new mission. New people means new life, new mission. And that is why God changed the name of Abraham to Abraham. Abraham means exalted father. Abraham means father of multitude. Sarai means princess. Sarah means that all the children that comes from her would be princes. So there is a change of mission, and it is where God told Abraham and Sarah that they will be through them, the nations will be blessed. And so too, when we are baptized, we are given a new name. Not just to symbolize that we are a new creation, a new being, but that we have a new mission to do. All of us who are baptized, we are called to be a blessing as Abraham and Sarah were. To have a new life means to say we do not live for ourselves. Life is only meaningful when we live for others. Is your life a blessing to people? It's a very important question. There are some people, you know, they are living in self-pity. They're always thinking about themselves, always comparing with others. And why? Because they are too absorbed in their own interests. But when you start living for people, when you become a blessing for people, your life will be different. Every day you should be asking, how can I bless people? How can I bless people with my talents? How can I bless people with my time? How can I bless people with my wealth? How can I bless people with joy, with happiness? And if you can bless people, you will be doubly blessed. There is no fear that when you bless others, you'll be poorer. In fact, when you bless others, you'll be much more richer and truly a rich life. And fourthly, we are told that this covenant with Abraham was given to all. And that is why the whole all the males that belongs to Abraham, they were circumcised in baptism as well. Baptism is a gift given to all. That's why in our church too, in our Catholic tradition, we practice infant baptism. Sometimes people wonder, you know, is infant baptism effective? They have no consent. How could we baptize them? But the truth is that Faith is a relationship. Faith is not just an intellectual reasoning. It's not even understanding. Faith means to trust. If the reason why infant baptism is not effective is because why? They come from a family where 
The adults lack faith, and the parents lack faith. But if you belong to a community of faith, infant baptism will always be effective. So the question is, do you have a community of faith? Many Catholics, unfortunately, they are individuals. They just go to church, they go back. They have no family. That is why they lose their faith. To be in a covenant, just like the Israelites, is belong to a family. And this is where we need to trust in the grace of God. Truly, my dear brothers and sisters, today we are called to cooperate with the grace of God. Just like the leper, faith is a gift. It is also a task. The leper was told, you must go back to see the priest. And we too, my dear brothers and sisters, let us cooperate with the grace of baptism so that we can truly become his children. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.